0: To be epic, you have to master the matrix of fundamentals. Let's take a shortcut to the summit. Welcome to Launch Code with Jennifer Jones. Hello, everybody. My name is Jennifer Jones. You can't tell I am just tickled pink. Well, black, but Colleen has the pink on. To welcome all of you guys tonight to Launch Code, this is my second volume Last week, last month, I was flying solo. I'm going to tell you just a little bit about myself, a little bit about Launch Code, and then we are going to let the star of the show take over as I like Larry King her ass a little bit tonight. Um, But like I said, my name is Jennifer Jones. I'm the mother of four little dragon ladies. I've been married for almost 15 years to a lovely Canadian gentleman. I was in pharmaceutical sales for 20 years. I was trapped. I thought I was gonna carry the bag for the rest of my life. um, And I thought I was gonna be happy doing it, okay? And then literally down from the cosmos onto my lap, dropped an opportunity in network marketing and direct sales. It's an MLM, I don't care how you wanna shine it up. And literally the trajectory of my career, my life, it all changed for the better. So that was about four years ago. And I skyrocketed to the top of my network marketing company at month 12. That is not normal. That is not expected. That's not what we're going to talk about tonight. But the point is, opportunity exists everywhere. I don't care what company, I don't care what you're selling. If it's something that you're passionate about, I'm going to tell you to run. So, one thing I noticed a while back and why I developed Launch Code is a lot of us struggle with either team building organizing our organizations? How are we pushing out information? How are we building? Nobody understands how to build. They just see the end. They see the end. They see the finish. They don't know how to get there. And so launch code was an idea I had in my head of how we're going to tactically build the robot piece by piece, ABC, step by step, how we're going to tactically build this journey for ourselves to whatever destination it should look like. And everyone's destination is going to be different. So I don't know, maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, I was stumbling on these really almost snarky, smart, super funny little quips on Instagram. And Colleen, I have to tell you the one I will never forget is when you're like, Y'all are too good for network marketing or whatever, but you're posting about Bridgerton like Netflix is paying you <laughs> or whatever it is. Or you're posting about that pumpkin spice latte yep. and like Starbucks going to pay your bills. Or mm-hmm. now I think it's Yellowstone, like whatever. And, oh, post-
1: Yellowstone. I haven't done Yellowstone yet. I'm watching that. I'm writing that down.
0: Yeah, I, it starts off a little rough, but. <laughs> so so I saw her. I'm like, this woman, this woman, she is my people. I gravitated towards her because she wasn't icky. She would say, if it feels icky, it is icky. Don't be icky. If it feels weird, it is weird. Don't be weird. And that is what she would put out into the universe. I'm like, this is my girl. So I reached out to her after my first launch code. You guys, I was scared. I was nervous. I was pitting out. I was anxious. I sent her a voice text on Instagram and I'm like, hey girl, I've been a member of your direct sales growth community for about a year. We'll get into that. I'm like, whatever you're doing, whatever you're putting out there, I want to drink. I want to absorb. I want to bathe in you. So would you come on and do a launch code with me? And let me just chit chat with you. And you guys, it was scary, but she said, yes. That is it the was.
1: weirdest thing that it was scary. I cannot even imagine that. That's ridiculous. But but. I think
0: so many people that maybe are on this call, it's just taking that first step so oh many times, yeah. me, don't you think? So oh, anyway, okay. I, I've, I've talked too much about myself. No. So let me introduce Colleen Nichols. I'm going to let yeah. her tell us everything about herself before we launch into how her career came to be. So Colleen, who are you?
1: Who am I? That's a really great question that I don't <laughs> think I can answer like at any given time. I'm always like... Who am I? Or somebody's like, do you have hobbies? I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> like uh, breathing. No. So who am I? I am a mom of three boys. So you have lady dragons. I just have straight up dragons um, who pee everywhere and fart everywhere, and it is just like my life. So they're six and five and two next month. So it's all the boys. I'm married to a wonderful man who I met in college. I have been in network marketing for five years, but um, um, I was a—I have my master's degree in mental health, like community counseling. So I was a mental health counselor prior to this industry.
0: I have a feeling that probably helps yeah. a lot of things that you can apply in yeah. this industry. So, how long were you a mental health counselor?
1: Um, probably the oh gosh, five five. Five and a half years. Yeah. I started out working in a prison with male inmates and then I switched over to, um, like an employee assistance program. So I was working with more like in a professional setting, but
0: that is fascinating. I did not know that about you. I did not expect you to say that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, fantastic. Okay. So then somehow you found direct sales or direct sales found you. So let's, let's hear that story.
1: Okay. So I, this is, so I'm with a company called Rodan and Fields. And I, uh, this is my third attempt at network marketing. So let's just like put that out there. I failed twice before making a career out of it. Um, and I had tried, failed, tried, failed, and like had totally written it off. This is like, you know, smoke and mirrors. It's not real. It's ridiculous. Um, and then fast forward to a time where I stopped working after our first son, I stopped working outside of the home after our first son was born, because being a stay-at-home mom is the hardest job. Um, so was staying at home. Jack was 16 months old. I was five months pregnant. And my husband, who was obviously the sole income earner, called me one afternoon and said, hey, I just got fired. And I was like, come again like what um and I live in Virginia Virginia is like a fire like you can fire at will state like there doesn't have to be anything like you can just say you're done here um so he had a company car I had to go like pick him up he was standing there like with the stuff in a box like in a movie and I was like crying for weeks anyway around this time I saw somebody who I was connected with on Facebook but did not know I had never met but you know uh she started her like new uh, adventure, her new whatever. And I was like, I don't want to see any of this. Shut up. You are dumb. This is stupid. Here's another one, right? And I almost unfollowed her because I was like, I cannot take this toxic positivity in my life. Get out of here, stupid girl who I don't know. But I was too consumed with my own shit. So whatever, I didn't unfollow her. Um, And it started from like this annoyance And it turned into this like intrigue because it looked like my, you know, perception was that network marketing was a stay-at-home mom cult. And this was like the only experience I'd ever had with it was just with stay-at-home moms, even before I was a stay-at-home mom. And I was like, I don't want to do that. But I was so shocked by like the caliber of women that started coming into like the equation as I was watching, you know, it was a lawyer, it was a teacher, it was a nurse, it was a, you know, speech pathologist. And I was like, what is happening? And so, you know, she's all like, Oh my God, I love this paycheck. Oh my God. That's so wonderful. Ugh, whatever. So finally I couldn't stand it anymore. And I was like, if this bitch gets to go on free vacations and I'm sitting here with my thumb up my ass, because I'm too proud to go ask her, like, I'm just going to be so mad at myself. So I probably had probably two glasses of wine one night and I like messaged her on Facebook. And I was like, Okay. Are you hashtag blessed for Facebook? Or are you actually making money? Because if you're hashtag blessed, like, and it's fake, your secret is safe with me. But if you are actually making money, I need to know about it. And she was like, I'm actually making money. We should talk about it. Um, so we did. And guys, I told her truly, and I didn't even think it was possible. I said, my goal is to one day make $500 a month. If I could do that, this would be worth it. And she laughed at me and I was like, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot. I, I know it'll take. And she was like, I think we could double that. And I was like, I'm not good at math, but I know what that means. And I don't think I can make that much money. And uh, she was like, like I think there's a comma in that one. I was like, I think there's a comma. <laughs> and I'm already sweating thinking about it, and I'm not, I don't want to do that, whatever. So the rest is history. I decided, okay, let's try it. And lo and behold, had you tried drunk. the
0: product before?
1: I had tried take the care. product years before i was not a customer um i was not you know uh, a raving fan uh it, to me i was just kind of like okay these are already billionaire dermatologists like i understand the the value proposition like i get it so it just kind of made sense to me
0: i think it's really interesting colleen that it was essentially some sort of social media whatever that you're like i'm gonna call her bluff I'm not really buying it. If if it's really, if if it's really what it is, I might think about it. But I think you guys, when we think about our social media or what we put out into the world or our blogs or whatever we're doing, people are watching and they may be irritated like Colleen.
1: I was like, oh, I hate this. And, you know, it's so interesting because she was so genuinely herself. Like we are, we could not be more opposite. She is like sugar and sunshine and hay babes. And I was like, ugh, ugh, gag me. Like this is too much, but she was making money and that's what I wanted to do. And I'm not stupid. So like success leaves clues. So if she's making money, I knew so many other consultants like in my actual social circle. And I was like, nope, they're not doing what I want. I'm going to go to the person who's doing what I want. It's and so I out. actually
0: had a number in mind too, Colleen. Like five hundred was like in her head, and yeah. I think you would echo the sentiment that when we say life changing money, we're not talking about buying a yacht. You oh, know, right. we're talking about an extra two fifty to five hundred dollars a month, and then everything else is sugar, right? Yes. But for <laughs> everyone who's on this call, that's like, oh, in my company. You know, unless you're one of the top, you know, you make five, whatever it is. That is the farthest thing from the truth. All we're looking for is a couple people or a couple hundred people that want two hundred fifty or five hundred a month.
1: Exactly. Yes, and I think so. I, you know, and I like to say this. I said this on a training the other day, but like I know in this industry, I'm, and again, like I came in, and you were talking about, oh, you skyrocketed. I get the top two percent of my company in ninety days. Like I'm not. A typical result type person. Um, but because of that, so many people are like, I want to find a unicorn. I want to find a, a, somebody like you. And I'm like, unicorns aren't real. Motivated people are real and like, stop trying to find this unicorn, this one person who's going to change your business and go create like a field of happy horses. You don't need a unicorn. You need a lot of people doing a little bit. And you can get those unicorn results in the same way. So that's kind of-
0: I think a lot of us in the industry consider Rodan and Fields kind of like the gold standard of direct selling companies. Mm-hmm. Um, truly, I think it seems like they train well. It seems like you guys have your social media tight and right. So mm-hmm. when you just said I hit the top 2% in 90 days, that's really sexy to me because I have to imagine at a company of your size and caliber, there's lots of ballers. You know what? Like you're not going to be the one, right? Yeah. There's lots of them. So talk to us. You signed on the dotted line. I'm sure you got a starter kit of yeah. some sort.
1: It was a thousand dollars at the time. Oh, is it a thousand dollars? thousand dollars. Oh, I so like. I didn't have any. Money. <laughs> I didn't have any money. It was on a credit card. So anyway, so yeah, I I enrolled on the dotted line. I clicked enroll. Um. And I remember like my first call, like the next day with Jackie, my upline, and she was like, okay, now there's multiple ways to earn. Um, You can like sell product. You can build a team. And I was like, I will stop you hard and fast right there, my friend. I will never recruit anyone into this with me ever. I'm not building a team. I have no desire. I'm going to be low and slow. I don't know. So like, can we skip to the good part? Because I'm not talking about... Recruiting. We have to
0: do that thing where right. like,
1: yeah. oh look, when she made it, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so <laughs> yeah, there was. I think for me, like there was, I had no expectation of building a team, none. I was actually kind of like like no, but so I enrolled, and I remember like. She posted um, like my announcement post on Facebook. That was like the channel at the time. And I didn't, I hadn't told anybody and my best friend texted me and she's like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, I know, I know, like it's probably nothing, but like, I just, I really want to make some money and just whatever. And I remember sitting there after that. And I was like, everyone's going to be watching like they know this is my third time. And it was just like this moment of clarity of like, they're going to watch. So you might as well give them a good show. And I was like, I'm gonna give them a good show. And, you know, a lot of people ask like, well, what made it work the third time? Did you have a different strategy? Did you just, I decided it was gonna work. Like it, it was just up here. And so um, I got on Facebook live once a week, once or twice a week for that first month in business. I had never been on Facebook live. I'd never been on video and keep in mind, I had only ever failed before, right? So there was no car yet. There was no free trips yet. There was no stage recognition yet. It was big fat loser, me who had a newborn who, and I didn't shower regularly. I looked like a hot dumpster fire mess and I was getting online with a baby strapped onto me. I was like, yo, so I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like patting a crying baby. I was like, I want to make $500 a month. And if this chick can make $500 a month, I can make $500 a month. If I can make $500 a month, certainly you could. And if you tell me you don't wanna make money, the only two people in the world who don't wanna make extra money are drug dealers and trust fund babies. And I don't know any of them. So I know you wanna make extra money. And then I then I would get, go off and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. And then like, I only wore black for the longest time cause like pit stains to the max. Um-
0: You'll never not see me. You'll never know. And yeah, like change my shirt the
1: minute. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Just sweating profusely. And, um, anyway, in that first month, three and a half weeks, um, I recruited four people to my team and did over $5,000 in sales. And it was just like, Oh, and then it just started going.
0: So Kim McDonough is asking why or how you made the pivot to recruiting is it because it kind of came naturally when you were putting yourself out there so much so frequently?
1: yeah because I didn't join because I was like I'm not obsessed with skincare I'm not a beauty guru I wanted to make some fucking money right like I that I could only speak to that like I couldn't speak to like hey guys I'm gonna do a facial on Facebook live and wash my face and like ew no, I could only talk about the fact that I wanted to make money. So that's what I did. I, and for the sense of the jump, even though recruiting wasn't my goal, I've always led with the business. And then once I like saw what was happening, I was like, Oh, I will always lead with the business. And that's just how it's been for five years.
0: And that's why you are where you are. Yeah, guys, I want to go back to quickly how Colleen said a minute ago, they're watching anyway, so you might as well give them a show. Yes. And I always joke, like one of my biggest concerns is living a mediocre life, right? I don't want to live a mediocre life. when I want, when I die, I don't want to be like, Oh, that boring basic, you know, like, I'm like, I want them to remember the zest and the vigor. And if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down punching, kicking and screaming. Mm -hmm. And one other thing I want to touch on before I get to my next question is, do you think it was desperation too? I mean, it was that sink or swim moment. Your husband had lost his job. Mm -hmm. And the reason I want to touch on that is because when I hear people in my business say, oh, well, it's not working. It's not working. I'm like, you are not desperate enough. You're yeah. not thirsty enough. You're not hungry enough. You're not worried about paying your mortgage. You're not worried enough, enough yeah. right?
1: And what a, what a privilege, what a privilege <laughs> right, to right. not be worried enough. Wow. That is so nice. And I think that's great for you if you're not worried enough, but I can guarantee you there will come a time where you will be worried enough. And if you haven't worked hard enough to at that point, like I had not, you're going to be real worried. And so it's, it's one of those things where I have people on my team as well who are like, I just, you know, I'm comfortable. And I'm like, I will never be comfortable in my life ever. Like I, I live in discomfort. If I'm, if for a moment I feel comfortable, I'm probably going to have a panic attack because it's like, I don't know why I'm comfortable right now, but it was a sense of sure desperation, but I don't want it to sound like I came across as desperate. Like, but it was a, it was this sense of me, like, like, this is going to work. Cause I'm not going back to like get a job because mm-hmm. daycare is really expensive. Yes. Yeah. And so you you
0: made me think, so my sister Lisa's on this call. When I started, I did a tasting in Chicago. I had, I had a bunch of people come and they're like, well, where do you see this going? I'm like, this is going to work for me because it has to work for me. This is going to work for me because it has to work for me. I was one month in and they're like, sound might sound a little desperate. I'm like, I am desperate. I'm mm-hmm. super desperate to get out of pharma and be home with my girls. Yeah. Okay. So here, and you touched something else. So you're you're doing great at Rodan and Fields. Things are humming along. You're enjoying it. You love the product. You, sure. You've really stretched your legs, but then you decided to do more. So when you said, oh, I always want more money. So you decided to do more. So tell us how your next companies have evolved. Right.
1: So um, there was what is time anymore, right? I can't tell you what year anything happened. There was a time in the past where Rodan and Fields had their first collaboration with a brand called Anastasia Beverly Hills. I think that's how you say it. It's a brow company. Um, I never heard of them. When they announced it, all my friends were like geeking out. I was like, what is this? Because again, I don't don't know anything about beauty. I don't know anything about makeup or skincare. I'm like, okay, oh yes. Okay, Christy. Mm -hmm." So they like roll this out internally. There's like bundles that we can buy as consultants with like the brow stuff. Everyone's excited. I'm just glad brows are a thing now because I've always had them. So it's never, everyone's like, I fill in my brows. I'm like, I don't know what to do here, but I bought a bundle. Anyway, it rolls out and it's announced publicly. The Anastasia Beverly Hills company announces it on social media and the anti-MLM trolls come out in full force and they are like, what? I'm never going to buy from you again. This is an MLM, MLMs are Huns. And they prey on vulnerable women. And like within hours, this billion dollar brand pulled out of this collaboration with another billion dollar brand. And I like, and again, like my friends who I love dearly were like elbow deep in the comments, crying, saying hateful things. And I'm just sitting eating my popcorn. like. What is happening? And it was a light bulb moment for me because I was like, if these people can destroy a collaboration between two billion dollar companies, wow, we have a long way to go. And there's not enough positive space for us on the internet. So keep in mind, I had my third son on March 16th, 2020. (laughs) So terrible timing to have a child.
0: I was going to say, why did you do that? Oh, I guess yeah. you couldn't
1: plan that. Zero <laughs> out of 10 stars recommend that. I was like, my first, my oldest is going to be in kindergarten. My middle is going to be in, I'm going to have all this time with the baby and I'm going to have help. And the universe was like, hold my beer. None of that's going to happen. So I'm at home. And at this point, like this has happened. And my husband and I are going on walks every day with the kids to just, Get out of the house because that's all you can do during the beginning of this pandemic. And I was like, talking about it. Anyway, he said, You should start an Instagram account that kind of like is positive for this industry. And I was like, That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Like, I don't know what I would do with that. That is dumb. And he kept bringing it up. And he's like, But listen, if you used Instagram, as like a funnel. And then we started talking about like the idea of DSGC and this community that like changes the industry. And I was like, okay. So I started an Instagram account and I had no idea what I was doing. It's called No Shame Sales Game, if you're not following along. Uh, And I didn't think a hundred people would follow. I didn't tell any of my friends. I didn't tell my teammates. I didn't tell anybody that I was starting this account. Um, And then it was like, I got a hundred followers pretty quickly and then a thousand, and then 5,000, and then 20,000. And then I was like, what is happening? And it got to the point where like my friends in real life were sending me no shame sales game posts saying, have you seen this account? And I was like, I have. And they were like, it sounds just like you. Who else says douchebag besides you? And I'm like, God damn it, douchebag gave it away. Every like gave it away.
0: They know you too
1: well. (laughs) I know they know me too well. And they're like nobody besides like a 13 year old boy says douchebag. And I'm like, you're right. It's me. So after like four months, I decided to like, oh, okay, there's actually a person. (laughs) Um, But and then that from there, it became the top of funnel. And I created this community where the whole like you know, goal is to change the perception of this industry from the inside out. So it's not like yelling at the anti-MLM people and trying to change their mind. It's like we got some shit to clean up as well. So like let's focus on us. Like let's love me first. And then you know we can attract the other people. So that's kind of what it's turned into.
0: So you started with a free Instagram account. And you guys follow no shame sales game. Whether you're in direct sales or not, it doesn't matter the, the, it is, it is brilliant. It's funny. It's quirky. It's sassy. I love it. So then when you started direct sales growth community, how did you wrap your, okay, so I want to do this. I'm going to start this business. Like what does one do? Do they call a lawyer? Do they call an accountant? (laughs)
1: We we were talking, like we were emailing back and forth and you asked that. And I was like, I'm like, I kind of feel like I'm wasting people's time right now because when I tell you that like I make shit up on the fly. I did not hire a lawyer. I did not get a business manager. I didn't have anybody helping me with social media. I didn't have childcare until a month ago, right? I've been doing this with children at home, okay? So I didn't have any help. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I decided I was gonna build this community. My The only thing that I knew was that I did not want it to be on Facebook. I personally do not like Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook in a year. And I didn't want somebody else like, like Facebook owning my data. So I was like, I need to find a platform to host this. And I had heard of a platform called Mighty Networks, looked into it. I could afford it. And again, like at this point, nothing had happened. So I was like, okay, like it's a couple hundred dollars. Like, this is really scary. Um, But yeah, I, I got on the platform and I started marketing on Instagram.
0: You made that website yourself?
1: No, so it's a platform called Mighty Networks. Oh, so and so you like, hire them to make it. Well, it's like <laughs> it's kind of like if you like have ever blogged or anything. It's like WordPress. Like it's okay. it's there, and then you create it, you know, and add stuff and whatnot. But it's like it's a skeleton. And
0: how did you set the price?
1: <laughs> I never know. I'm, what I'm telling for. you, girl, it's a bargain.
0: So I might have been been. a lot more. Okay,
1: so I will tell you, like my goal has been to make sure that price is not a barrier of entry because if we want to change an industry, it can't be the 1% that can afford it. Like it needs to be accessible to everybody. And when I say except like right now, I, the price was increased. It's $365 for a year. It's a dollar a day. Um, but at the beginning it was two forty-nine, I think. And all of my friends who are like business people said, you're making a huge mistake. Huge. Nobody's going to like, that's a, the price is too low. It makes it look like it's not valuable. You don't, you're not confident. And I was like, but it's going to speak for itself. Like just let people get in there. And like, I'm in network marketing. When people like something, they tell other people and it will happen. Just like no shame sales game. I've never advertised anything. I've never paid for a follower. I've never paid for advertising. People just talk about it. And now there's a hundred thousand people over there. Um,
0: Like under. Like in a year and in under two years. I mean, what's the timeline? It's been 18 months since you started this.
1: Yeah. So I started, Oh yeah. Nice. So, Kelly, yeah. So I started the Instagram 18 months ago and I started DSGC who Kelly, it's a, it's an online training and personal development platform for women in, in network marketing um, where you have access to trainings from me, but also like speakers, coaches, you know, trainers, authors, mindset people every week, um, typically people who cost thousands of dollars to work with, you have access to them for that $365 yearly yeah. price. So yeah, the Instagram, it's been 18 months and well, uh, DSGC has been uh, a community for 13 months. Okay. Oh
0: and I, I want to make it real clear, y'all, this is not an ad to go join DSGC. It does not, this, I'm not oh, yeah, no. getting that from Colleen, right? No, I want to say that because what you, oh, I'm yeah. a member, I'm a member, I, I recommend it, but I need to make it clear that I get nothing oh. if y'all decide to join. And then also though, it's, I asked her here to help us think out of the box of like, could I do this myself? Yes. Like not as, not DSGC, not no shame sales game, but like something, you know, Just Pia made. had mentioned in the comments, like, you saw an unmet need in the market, right? That's all and it you is. Capitalized on it, and how many unmet needs do we see every single day? Every
1: day, and well, like we don't know
0: how to do it. We don't know how to start. We don't. Well, know I if think you can make an Instagram page or a blog, you know.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, I still don't know, right? Like, I know that I started an Instagram account, and I know that I'm literally making it up, and like, like to the point that like everything I I post every day on No Shame Sales Game, I make it up in the morning. Like I don't plan ahead, right? Like I am literally making it up on the fly. But I think you have to be a little bit crazy to go for it because we all have good ideas, right? So you, and you have to be a little bit nuts. Mm -hmm. And that's not everybody. Not everybody's crazy, right? Like, um, but my husband and I are both, a little crazy. And um we take risks, but we got backed into a corner to have to start taking risks. So I get that. But um it's if you have an idea, like just start. Just start. Like every where is everyone? On Instagram? Yeah. Are people on TikTok? Yeah. Like you don't have to have, I think what I see. A lot in people who are trying to start either network marketing or their own business. I said, they're like, okay, I'm going to get my website all set up. Then I'm going to get my market, my strategy, my whole business plan. I'm like, girlfriend, you are wasting so much time planning over here. Like just start doing it. Oh, and don't then-
0: even. The planning and the thinking about it and the time blocking to plan.
1: Oh my God, right. I not This leads me
0: to my next question. You kind of mentioned this. So a lot of us in direct sales, we get two or three people that roll their eyes at us or say we're a loser or whatever. Don't invite us over for drinks because we're now a right. hun, right? Right, 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 right. So yeah. how do you, at your level, I mean, you have a lot of people following you, which means naturally you have a lot of people who absolutely can't stand you. Hate. So what's that like? And how do you brush your shoulders off like Jay-Z, like dust your shoulders off and keep going?
1: So just a, like a reminder that anyone behind a screen, like is a human. So like, I ha- I, got- I, just got a message right before I got on here. You're like, I'm the scum of the earth. Like I hurt people, I'm a dumb bitch. Like I'm-, I'm the devil, like, and they go out and they make YouTube videos about me. They're doing deep dives into me and my accounts and what I do and how I'm scamming people, literally. I don't look into that. People send me screenshots and I'm like, can you stop? Like, I don't care if people are talking shit about me. Like, I don't need to know. There are times, there have been a handful of times where people have said some things that like knock the wind out of me, right? Like, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to show up today because every time I show up, I'm not showing up for the person that I'm serving. I'm showing up for the hater or the critic that like said something nasty about me. Um, So when I'm writing it, I can already see how they spin it and it really gets in the way of the creative process. Um, so I am really encourage to like, I don't, I don't give them the time of day. Um, I don't like talk about them in my stories. I don't argue with them in, in the comments. I don't, I don't give them what they want because they want drama. And I just, block and bless, like, see you later. Um, but I also have, to make block sure Block after-
0: and bless. I think yeah. we need to all write that down. Yeah. Block and bless and yeah. move on. But, have well, the day okay. you deserve,
1: Karen. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not here for this. Um, but so, and I think it really helps to um, have people that you can talk to, uh, whether it's your sideline or an upline or people like whatever. I um, Do you guys follow um, Jesse Lee? I'm oh bothered. yes. Right. So you she's got become, Louis
0: Vuittons. Oh my
1: God. So she's become a friend of mine. And we were DM- hashtag
0: boss lee. Y'all follow her. Yeah, right? She's boss. real
1: good. She's boss. she's like big deal. And so we were DMing the other day about these types of people. And I was like, Do they hate you? And she's like, Oh my god, like they make YouTube videos about me. And she was like, But they hate you too. And I'm like, I know, like. I know. So having somebody that you can like, I don't know, commiserate with and laugh at and be like, I know that they're like in their mom's basement covered in Cheeto crumbs, like talking shit about me on the internet. Like, okay, get a life, Chad. Like, I don't. What if they're
0: friends of yours, Colleen? I think that's what hurts the most. What if it's the lady across the street, you know, that who's like, here she goes at her Starbucks talk again, or, And and while you're thinking of an answer, I also want to point out, you are in the most beautiful way, I think you'll agree, a wee bit polarizing, okay? (laughs) And so I always talk to my team about, I think putting yourself out there transparently and authentically, no matter what you believe, what clothes you wear, what it is never a bad thing, because what it does is it pushes the people that can't stand you farther away, which is what you want anyway, but it actually brings the ones that you want to attract closer and more loyal.
1: Oh, yes. So
0: how do you feel about, okay, how do you feel about when the neighbor across the street, you know, rolls her eyes and then, you know, being slightly polarizing, you know, that has obviously worked in your favor, you would agree, right? Yeah.
1: Um, uh, if I had a dime for every time, someone was like, you're so divisive. I'm like, okay, bite me. Like, um, <laughs> so. This is the
0: tiger we need to be bringing.
1: Right, bite. I don't, I literally don't have time to worry about people who are worried about me like i i don't and i i know that like we want to be worried about the lady across the street cuz we care about what she thinks and listen i would love for everyone to love me once every when people say like i don't care what anybody thinks that's bullshit i care what everyone thinks i want every single one of you on this call to like me i know that that's not going to happen but i also know that i don't care enough about what you think to not do what i'm going to do So that's profound. Yeah. If the lady across the street doesn't like what I do, that's okay. She's not my target market. Like, does it sting a little bit? Sure. But like, I'm not going to not do something because Betty across the street is going to stick her nose up at me. Like.
0: So so in my terminology, Colleen, I would be looking at Betty across the street in my rear view mirror while I'm driving to the (sighs) bank to cash my check. Correct. And I'm going to be waving at her and being like, yeah. if you only knew, you know, crying that.
1: all the way to the bank, Betty, like, I don't care. Like right. I care again, but like not enough for it to deter what I'm going to do. So I, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but like, I don't care enough. Mm-hmm. So
0: Okay, so now I think the other thing we struggle with, Colleen, in this industry is like, there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of thinking, there's not a lot of doing. So how are you time blocking? And honestly, how much time are you debating? You no, know, but now you got RNF and you got No Shame, you got the Drex uh, the Drex Sales yeah. Growth Community. I mean, you have your fingers in so many different buckets. Like, how are you blocking time for this with those kids at home and a husband? Yeah. You don't watch TV. Right. I mean,
1: only on, you know, when I started Rodan and Fields and this, again, I say this all the time, but like, what makes me like calm down? Like my idea of relaxing is eating brownies and watching true crime on Netflix. Like I'm probably a sociopath because that's what makes me feel good. But like, it's the truth. And when I started um, Rodan and Fields, I would spend like three hours a night like watching tv that's not i'm not proud to say that but it was it was the case and so i gave up tv entirely for my first 18 months in business um and now 5 years later i still only allow myself to watch tv on friday and saturday nights um so i don't watch a lot of tv um i do not time block i don't i wish i was somebody who time blocked but i would be lying straight to your face if I said that I did. So I, like I said, I just got childcare and it's just been, I work at night. My husband and I will switch off during the day because we're both self-employed. So he'll work for a, a couple of hours. I'll work for a couple hours. It's a complete shit show. Like it's not awesome. Like I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that I have a work-life balance. That's a lie. Um, but, but I I'm, think we need to hear that
0: though. I mean, you're not, you know, sitting around at Starbucks for six hours a day shooting the shit. I mean, you are like hustling.
1: Okay. And this is my thing that I feel really self-conscious about because like hustle culture is canceled and like, it's just, just be and like, don't hustle and like have all the stuff. There's no fucking way that I would be where I am if I didn't hustle. So like, I, I love that if hustling isn't for you, but if, if you have really large goals you have to hustle. Like, I don't. You have to
0: sacrifice. You uh-huh. have to sacrifice.
1: Doesn't mean you have to burn out. Doesn't mean you have to like make yourself sick, but like you gotta get moving. So.
0: Okay. There's a question. Walk us through a day in your life. What Colleen wakes up. What does Colleen do?
1: Um, Colleen is probably poked in the face by a child okay. saying that they pooped or they're hungry. And then my day begins. Okay. Um, I may, might shower. Um, I, I, my kids are getting ready in the morning. I make them breakfast. I get them (laughs) ready for school. Um, I am taking people to school. I will have a break now once we're over this quarantine. Um, I'll have from about nine to 12 by myself. Um, so I will do a little road in fields. I'll do a lot of Instagram and I'll be in, uh, you know, Uh, Direct Sales Growth Community answering questions and and things like that. And then at noon, I go and get my two-year-old, almost almost two-year-old, and then I'm a mom. So I don't work. I work a lot, but I also am a mom more.
0: But the thing is, you work a lot, but it's on your terms and it's when you want and you're not, you know, required to log on into expense report. I think that's the freedom. When we talk about freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, those buzzwords that really aren't allowed for us to say, you know, on social. That's the real freedom, though, is what Colleen's talking about, like the ability to say, today, not going to happen for me, you know, obviously you need yeah. to sell direct sales growth community, but you know, okay. So how much, so a very small amount of time to RNF, <laughs> is it running itself, itself
1: now? It's running <laughs> itself at this point. And because direct sales growth community has taken off in a way that it has, I don't have the, I've put a pause on my own personal recruiting because there's no way I, I had to like, again, we're talking about sacrifices. We're talking about making smart business choices. I'm making way more money over here. To spread myself thin to like team build at this time. Um, so I How am many like,
0: members like, do you have in the DSGC?
1: Uh, like 3,100. It's a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, you know, I'm not good at math
1: either, but. It was almost a million dollars in the first year.
0: Guys, she had an idea like 18, mm-hmm. not 30, whatever, under two years ago. And she could have a million dollar year, if not this year, certainly next year. Oh, it's good. yeah, next it'll be good year year. double.
1: And I like, and I don't. I have like a weird. I'm getting over my own like money issues, but like I say that not to be like, oh my god, huh. the projection was thirty thousand dollars in our first twelve months. That's what would have been a success for us. Much like five hundred dollars a month would have been like successful for Rodan and Field. Now it's this. So like. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of us start and network marketing companies and then we realize because it's given us the skill set, it's given us the platform, it's that there are other endeavors you oh, know, that we could yes. pursue. And I think that's pretty ubiquitous across the board at, at, the, at the leaders at different companies. They're always doing something else. They're not just doing that. And part yeah. of the reason I had you on was selfish because I'm looking into other endeavors too outside of my direct sales company because I can't. Because I have the time and the skills to do that, that this has allowed me, right? Yeah, we don't
1: talk about multiple streams of income
0: Yes. Or even if it's investing in real estate or whatever, but having that extra 500, let's stick with the 500 a month that you can use to do other things. And I also think one thing that we do not well is because I'm the example of leaving corporate and following my dream and laying in bed with my kids. That is not the reality for most people. You talk a lot about that. But as we mentioned in the beginning, lives are still changed, even if there's not a comma in the paycheck.
1: Yeah, and I think that that is a like you know I I hear this daily. People say, "Well, I don't have the success to tout. I don't have the team yet." And I'm like, "Hear me when I tell you, you don't need it." Because look at my first month in business. I didn't have anything, but I recruited people. Like if you are in, I really, truly, genuinely, to my core, believe that if you are making a hundred to seven hundred dollars a month you are in a really sweet spot because people can understand that. They can conceptualize a couple hundred extra dollars a month, right? But when you're saying, I'm making $7,000 a month, $10,000 a month, I quit corporate, I did this. People are like, okay, you lost me, right? You People are so back here about what they think is possible. So if you're up here talking about like, oh, vision casting, this could be yours, a Hummer with gold rims. Paid for by the company, which by the way, it's not. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's a facade.
1: Yeah, it's another conversation. Um, but you have to meet them back here to say, like, would a couple hundred dollars a month like mean something to you? And that's what we talk about. That's what we celebrate. Because I will tell you, I noticed a massive plateau when I reached a certain point in my business and I was going on free trips and I was earning all this stuff it became unrelatable. Uh-huh. So then I had to pivot back to not shining all these like shiny things that I got and patting myself on the back and humble bragging all over the place. I needed to come back to like, okay, car payments. Uh-huh. Okay. Kids clothes. Okay. Karate lessons. Uh-huh. Cause that's what people get. Uh-huh. That's their language.
0: All right. You're cheerleading. Okay. So I still have 10 more minutes with you. So you guys sit with us, but I'm getting a hundred questions. How can we find you on social? I will stay on
1: as long as you want to stay on.
0: (laughs) No, well, but like, so obviously at no shame sales game, what is your direct tell us how to find you?
1: Yeah. So I would follow no shame sales game. Um, That is where you'll see, I mean, direct sales growth community has an Instagram, but it's literally just like a landing page Instagram. So I'm on no shame sales game every day and you can hang out on my personal (laughs) Instagram if you want um which I linked I made it my name it's a double underscore and yeah info for um DSGC is in the bio at no shame sales game and
0: as somebody mentioned in comments if you guys are in direct sales growth community she is not sitting on that money she is out there every day with speakers trainers like oh yeah and so I want you to give us a little, um, a little smidgen, a little look under um, the blanket of what it's like over there at DSGC. You have some pretty spectacular reach out language, Colleen. Um, I know you guys train on it. I know people have access to that and wherever it is over there, but like, let's go back to your O'odan and Fields days. Cause most of us have not created online communities that yeah, have 3, no, it's not again, people.
1: Not relatable. Yeah. So
0: let's go back to RNF and like, how do you start that conversation? How did you attract? You know, was it all attraction marketing or were you, what was that? No, yeah. no,
1: I reach out to everybody. Like, I call bullshit on people who are like, I'm just gonna like post about it on my stories. Everyone's gonna come to me. You are not Kylie Jenner. Nobody's yeah. coming to you because you're posting about it. Get in the DMs, right? Hey. I reached out to everyone and followed up with everyone um five years in and like yeah now people know that I sell Rodan and Fields and it's different than it was years one through three but um yeah I literally just say like hey Jennifer has anyone ever talked to you about Rodan and Fields (laughs) that's literally what I say
0: Or you would always say the business of Rodan and Fields because I took the training on it.
1: I lead with the business. People
0: talk about pushing product, but no one's talking about the business. And to circle back how we started, if you would just lead with the opportunity instead of focusing on selling a couple bottles of whatever, or for us, a couple bottles of wine, that's not going to work. Lead with the business.
1: Yeah. Because I never talked about the business side of Rodan and Fields. No people have only talked to me about the product or no, like, and like, again, we go into all of like stuff like this, but like, if I leave with the business to fall to the products, if they're like, no, I would never, I could never do that. I have no interest. And like, whatever, then say, you know what? I get it. Like, it took me a long time to get here. This business is not for everybody, but our products are. So like, what do you currently, like, are you loving your skincare? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm using St. Ives apricot scrub from CVS. I was like, you're not 12. Like we need to stop this. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what, it, what, wine, like what wine subscription do you have? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like, I just buy two buck Chuck at Trader Joe's. I'm offended. Don't do it. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you can just have the conversation about the product. And then once they start using the product, um, you know, down the road, you can be like, okay, like, you've sent me referrals. You love the stuff. Like make it make sense why we're not doing business together yet. Right. Um, make
0: it make sense why we're and not doing it. they're like,
1: things. uh, I don't want to be annoying. And I'm like, do you think I'm annoying? And then they feel like an asshole. And I, I like feel wow. good about it for a minute. I'm like, <laughs>
0: are you guys seeing <laughs> anything? Yeah. She just drops them. Like, I can't write it down fast enough. All the stuff that spews out of your mouth, it's just all good.
1: No, but they're like, "Um, no, like, you know, everybody but you. And I'm like, okay, so like, what if I could show you how to do it and not be annoying? Like, would it be worth making some extra money? So... Yeah, someone I mentioned
0: not to toot my own horn but I have some pretty good one-liners too
1: oh my them. god so
0: thank you to Christy for that compliment
1: I'm sure you do <laughs> but also
0: I think too people and correct me if you think this is wrong but like I think people can sense confidence they can sense that swagger and I will coach my team I don't care if you need to be the actress in your own movie in your own sitcom or hallmark movie like you can act Yes, we talk about being authentic, but if you have to like really step into your power and beat on your chest and punch yourself in the face to like be able to do a lot, then do those things.
1: Then do those things. And it becomes natural. It feels really unnatural at first. Like I remember the first reach out I sent, it took me 20 minutes to send because I was so nervous. It took me so long to press go live. But the more you do it and more consistently you do it, you come out. And I will tell you, one of the best compliments that I get from people is when I meet them at a convention or an event, they're like, you're exactly who I thought you would be. Uh And I'm like, yeah, duh, because I don't fake, I don't fake me. I might fake the confidence for a minute, but you're getting what you get, right? So being you is always going to.
0: Talk to us about consistency. Cause one thing I coach about is like this is not a one and done. This is not a, I'm gonna dial in for the week and then I'm gonna like you have got to show up for your business and put that open sign, you know, turn on the neon open sign. Hello, yeah. Every
1: single day, right? Every day. Like, and I know I'm I'm not the first person to say this, but like if you only went to your real job five days a week or like five days a month, would it work out for you? Mm -hmm. Like. No. Uh-huh. So like, why is this any different? So I'm not saying you have to go like balls to the wall every day and you're doing like 17 lives and all the, like, no, but like you have to show up so people know, because the worst thing that could happen is not somebody thinking you're stupid or somebody like judging you. It's, is she still doing that thing? I'm, I'm not going to ask her. I know Jennifer's doing it and I just want that wine. I'm going to go to Jennifer. Uh-huh. They're not going to like check in with you Mm -mm. because they want to make sure. So like you have to have conversations about it every day. And you have to be aware that like when you post something on social media, 10% or less of your audience is seeing it.
0: I'm so glad you said that. Yeah.
1: So like we might feel like, oh my God, talking about the business again. People don't hear it. A, the social media is so noisy. B most people aren't seeing it in the first place. So like you have to talk about it pretty much every day in some form or fashion, if you want people to catch on.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's reflect back a little bit. So we all have things we wish we would have done differently. And, and I'm just going to be honest and say, for me, when people ask me that question, I'm like, honest to God, I would not have done, I would do nothing different right? really? because the mistakes that I did make, Propelled me in the direction that I needed to go instead of holding me back, right? Yeah. But if you could now thinking back on what you've done, which is so massive over the last several years, would would you have done it differently, sooner, hotter? You
1: know, anything? No, I'm the same as you. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't change or do anything differently, and that's not because I did it perfectly or that I made right. mistakes. Right. But it's just um, I I act first and then kind of like figure out the how reveals itself through action. Right. So like the how and the stuff falls into place. So if I have an idea, I'm going to go for it. If you know, I fall on my face all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's what makes me successful is that I'm every time I fall over, it's just a little bit, it's a little bit further along. Um, so yeah, I will say Stacey just asked a question. Um, this is something that I, did probably when I, like for a month or two in the beginning, um, like friending or connecting with people constantly, like, we would do like friending blitzes or whatever. I do not do that. And I never recommend it because here's the deal on this. If we take one thing away from this, yes. <laughs> I never want anyone to have the ability to say, Colleen was just being nice to me. So she could sell me something. Yeah. I'm never going to like try to connect with somebody for no reason. If I'm connecting with you, like I have a reason. And if you're making genuine connections with people, sales are a natural byproduct. You don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. But if you're out there and you're like, how do I connect and then sell and pitch? It's gonna like, people aren't stupid. And even if they're stupid, they can feel it when it's not right. So like, if you're being disingenuous and you're just trying to like, Connect with people so you can sell. It's not going to work. Connect and the sales happen. Mm -hmm. And one thing
0: I talk about too, I talked about my last launch code is everyone is selling authentically every single day. And I was talking about some of the richest people in the world. Let's talk about Shaq. Yeah. not only sells like life and he sells some sort of insurance he sells the shacaroni pizza he's yeah. got his hands in five different businesses we talked about people that sell adult pee pads have incontinence like the celebrities that are like you know what want to pay me five thousand i'll talk about how i pee on my you know like i'm like nobody <laughs> is too good chloe kardashian sells pistachios
1: and febreze like oh, yeah
0: so yeah. I always say I'm not selling used band-aids. Okay. And I'm not right. tarring roofs in August in New York city, you right. know, like my job ain't that bad. I sell wine, you sell skincare and two mm-hmm. to uh, uh, multiple other businesses now, Yeah, <laughs> but,
1: but like yeah. get out of your own way. Right. I mean to think that you're too good or like whatever, like the people like a Kardashian or Shaq or whoever, William Shatner, I don't know. All of these people like know that like, I'm going to do what makes me the money, right? Like, I'm not just going to sit here and be like, oh, I made a, a great movie once, So I did, I had a great show on TV that did well. It's like, how do I keep moving forward? How do I keep like,
0: And I joked about Oprah. I'm like, people go on Oprah not because they have nothing better to do. They don't go on Ellen DeGeneres because they're bored. They're promoting something, an idea, a book. Every time. So I'm like, let's just get out of our own heads and say, hey, I love this. I love this lash booster, whatever it is, this whatever, and say, you will love it too. Just try it. There's it's, nothing
1: wrong with that. Yes, and like a little exercise that you can do with yourself is over the next couple of days, just pay attention to how many times you sell something that's not what you sell. Right? Like I was just away in December, January, I don't know, with a girlfriend, and it got to the point where we were laughing about how much we were selling to each other while we were together. Where'd you get that blazer? Where'd you get those earrings? Where'd you get that lip gloss? Like. We were selling mm-hmm. back and forth. Um, so just when you realize how much you sell and how easy it is, and you're just getting in your head because you think somebody's going to think it, it's weird because you talk about one thing that you make money off of. Get out of here! Like Lisa's talking yeah.
0: about Peloton. We're we got a we are some fanatics over here, Colleen. I to I'm like, exercise. <laughs> she is riding her bike again. I'm like I don't make shit for money for this. I got to find a way to monetize it. Right.
1: Right. You know but- what? reach out to Peloton. Anytime I want to make money off of somebody, I just ask them. I'm like, I'm talking about your product.
0: So that's good. But here, I want to leave it like this. So you guys, if I have to give a disclaimer again, from my compliance department, if I hope you join Colleen in the direct sales, but it does not pay me a dollar. Let's be very clear. Colleen agrees with that. Yeah. Um, There's no kickback. So I'm doing this because I believe in what she's doing. I'm super attracted to her in every way, even the creepy ones, even the creepy ones. Cool. And I um, I wish you the best of luck. So I would say moving mm. forward, if you guys wanna connect with her, join yeah. her community. And she does office hours. You do them like once a week, don't you?
1: Once a week, week. Yeah.
0: Okay, and so you can log in to like a Zoom just like this and you wait in line and then you'll get a chance to chat with her one-on-one. I also encourage you guys to follow me um, I'm super creative with my my name. So it's Jennifer Schultz Jones on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. I know I should have hired a media coach before. I... <laughs>
1: Why? it's that. Is, of um, of
0: if you thought Colleen was great and, and you absolutely were Colleen, I hope to bring um, similar caliber people like her, men and mm. women who are in network marketing, direct sales, or just in a corporate America job, but are who really are the strongest, fastest, bravest boldest you know the, all the people that want to disrupt the status quo the way it always was the hey girl hey yeah what's going on comes you know and uh so thank you so much colleen Follow oh both of us.
1: thank you for having me it's yes um, so and i'm fun. gonna record
0: this or just so we have some housekeeping i will record this colleen i will send it to you i'm not going to post it publicly anywhere but if you guys want it and want a copy reach out certainly to me or her, Colleen, you do with it what you want. Oh. Um, but we will see you guys next month. Colleen, to get on next month. Bye, you guys. guys. Bye. I'm going to smash a defibrillator onto your business. If you aren't exactly where you want to be in your direct selling company, something needs to drastically change. If you've been consistent and still haven't crushed top rank, I want to burn the entire metropolis you've created and build it back differently. Join me at igniteandlaunch.com. If any of this is resonating with you, make sure you join us over at Ignite and Launch Society. Want to get to know me better? I'm Jennifer Schultz-Jones across all social media channels and, of course, my favorite, LinkedIn. Want more information on anything we talked about today? Click the link in the show notes. If this brought you any value, please rate and review on Apple or Spotify. See you next time.